Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is it, everybody. It is pastry week on the Great British Bake Off. A delightful part of the show, which I always like because I'm fond of the pastry, no matter what it is. I'm a big pastry fan as well. I love a good pan au chocolat from the local bar. <laughs> <laughs> you can't beat a good croissant in the morning. Pastries are where it's at for me too. Every time I think of a pan au chocolat, I think of Cormac. Because I remember years ago, myself and him and another friend of ours went for a coffee. And then she wanted like a pastry. He was like, I'll just get you a cinnamon swirl. And she turned around, right, in the most French of accents. And she went, oh, no, I really want a pain chocolat. And I remember him going, what is a pain chocolat? And every time I hear pastry, pain chocolat, I think of Cormac and his pain chocolat. <laughs> but Whenever yeah. I hear pain chocolat, I, I remember those memes that were going around a couple of years ago. I laughed and laughed and laughed. It was a picture of like a really, really French girl, like someone local, like a Parisian lady, you know, with her hat on, all the really stereotypical stuff in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like you think of all stereotypical France, I suppose, which we're all thinking of again recently because of Emily in Paris. And then it was just like the caption on Twitter was me after having won. 99 cents pan au chocolat <laughs> <laughs> and they're so anyway, nice <laughs> they're the best you can't beat a fresh one uh, let's get down to a crossy first challenge this week was to like, I used to I would like okay if you ask me I'll call them pastries but they're called pasties you know when you're you're coming out you're out of the airport you're going to London for the weekend or Manchester or Liverpool no matter where you go in a train station or wherever they have the Cornish pasty i always call it pastry and you know what i didn't like the ones that had the ones that you know it was you know apples and all that muck into it i always think a cornice pasty or a pasty has to have meat in it you know it's like you're having a stew but it's in this sort of pasty thing that breaks in your mouth and it's piping hot and it makes you feel you know you know when you're when you're when you're eating and you know it's that hot so yeah i i, I think when i was looking at the start i was like i didn't understand what peter's was I, I, I kind of find that he's kind of grown up with a golden spoon in his mouth. Would I be now, fair to say that? I think you're, no, I think you're being way too judgmental oh. about Peter. Way too ju- judgmental about Peter. You've been throwing in digs about Peter since day one. And I think Peter is great. I like Peter. I was so happy for him. He was so delighted with his feedback this week. And you know when he got complimented throughout the show as well? And I've said this before, but it's so true. Crossy, come on. You have been there. If you've ever even think back to your school years, being praised in front of your class, even if your teacher <laughs> just commented on your homework or something that was positive. It's really hard to act like you don't care and really hard in front you're like you're trying to act cool in front of your friends and show like I don't really care that the teachers just compliment me you don't want to smile or show that you're delighted but like your lips just start to curl into a smile <laughs> like he was so chuffed no, I, I suppose really like he's Peter only 11 being harsh. I suppose. He, <laughs> now, 
Let it go now. Nice. <laughs> Peter is an excellent young baker, you know. Oh, I don't. I just like he got he got number one in this challenge. And I was a bit like, maybe probably it was because poor Linda got number eight. Linda started off really bad. Like, I honest to God don't know what the hell she was baking from the start of it. And she loved pastry week. She was going crazy. She was so excited for pastry week. She thought this was her week, her time to shine, baby. Did she just think she was about to eat all the pastries and that was her job? Like, I didn't get it. Like, I just was She's obviously a fan of the pan of chocolate as well. And thought, oh, yeah, I like that of them. Yeah, and just some kind of like moment, like little things in it. I thought Mark, so because Cornish pastries, he's from Cornwall, I thought he's going to do really well. He had some fish pastry thing, pasty thing. It didn't go down well. Himself and Linda got, like, they were the last two. Um, yeah, Peter got number one because he had some fish thing. And in fairness, okay, I'll give him that. It looked a lot different than the rest of them and all good. But yeah, I don't know. I was a bit kind of disappointed with the pasty week this week. I was a bit like, yeah, move on. And then... Like, I think I need to give it about this whole episode because that's all I've done in the whole... I was watching, I was kind of angry the whole way through it. The second thing, yeah. the second thing, Eclairs, yeah. Eclairs. I know, I'm like, Eclairs to me are when me and my sister went to visit my granny when we were kids and my granny used to keep the Eclairs in the freezer and we would go to the freezer and eat them frozen. Like, that's how you eat Eclair in my head. Like, there's nothing better than a frozen Eclair. Don't knock it till you try it. Actually, maybe don't try it. Maybe it's not good for you. You were children. <laughs> but, but what flavour were they? What were they? Oh, chocolate. Like, what else? Uh, like they were calling this creme pat. I was like, yeah. what is it? I just, I just, do you ever find sometimes with this show, you want them to bake what everyone eats and they just go in some, I don't know where they go. Mm. I just felt with this, I was kind of like, creme pat, lads. Everyone knows that an eclair is chocolate and that is yeah. what it a is. Cream. A bit of cream <laughs> and the cream is stuck into the middle of it and it's not, mm. you know, put in with a little hole in the bottom of it and you're going, did you find that? Do you find that was a bit more technical? Oh no, I think the notioniness of the whole thing is a bit disappointing. Like, <laughs> you know, if someone was to say to me, Eclair, do you want to go and get eclairs? I would be like, absolutely, I'll eat every single one of them. But on the show this evening, I was like, oh, they don't really look that appealing to me. We do have to talk about Linda here, though. I mean, God does <laughs> love a trier. And there's a lot of things to be said for innovation as well. She didn't have the best look when it came to trying to get all the... Strawberry, I think it was a raspberries okay. and like creme pat whatever that is and yeah I, I felt you know what I saw a picture online and basically she had all the ingredients but she hadn't got them into it like it was all just around it and it was like an eclair but a dipping eclair and uh so I think the last one right the very end again I just felt some of them kind of complicated when they didn't need to complicate it to me now if someone said you're going to make a cake grand you're going to put a cage over it I kind of felt I was like, why are you trapping the cake? <laughs> it just, I don't know what the hell. Now I did, right? At the very start, I felt for Laura. Laura to me, I was like, I'm liking her. She's having a great show. I don't think she's going to do well with this. I think sometimes stress gets into Laura. She's kind of, that's why I think she's relatable. It's kind of like, oh no, oh no, you're going to drop it. You're going to cry and all that. 
But um, mm. yeah, I think Laura, like Laura's was fantastic. I, I think the fact that she kind of, you know, she brought it home and she said about her dad, that it was her dad's lime cake. And you can just imagine that she was at home all the time cooking it for the family, you know, being that real nice person that she seems to come across. And you're kind of going, oh, and I think even Paul as well, when he, when he ate it, he actually said the exact same. He was like, you know, that's how I would like a lime cake. Kind of like it brought him back to a moment. I'm just delighted for Laura in general. I think this will do wonders for her confidence, Really puts her back in the race, you know, because for ages she was very much like, I'm kind of winging it. Um, but no, very, very deserved for our girl. She's lovely. What did you think about her her mean this week? Like, I was kind of up and down with her a bit. I We were WhatsApping through the show and in the early stages, I think you were showing kind of concern that, oh God, is she having a bad week? But then she kind of levels out in the middle. She definitely didn't shine, but it wasn't a flop either. I was concerned for Mark, the older Mark. Yes. He just looked so upset throughout it and just looked really... I'd say he's finding it quite stressful. Well, certainly if you're to believe his facial expressions, he just <laughs> didn't seem content. He looked um, really on edge, uh, especially when they do the taste testing. You can just see him. He's really like, you, you can imagine he hasn't even taken a breath for all the time when they're when they're doing their taste testing. Um, and I have to say his design on his um, showstopper, I thought was beautiful. The little flowers, the detail, the pinks and the greens. I love this guy and I'd love to see him have a brilliant Star Baker week again because I just think he really deserves it and I'd love to see more of his personality as well. That's one thing about the show you don't really get a huge amount. I wish I knew them better by now. Yeah, I actually heard No say that this week he was like it's really hard this week you know to to say who's going home because we've got to know you know. I think the show sometimes misses out on that. Maybe mm. is there too much in it for the you know three things in an hour and 15 minutes. And another thing I noticed as well did you notice they all struggled with time this week? Every single yeah, again. one. And they had that issue last week too and the tent was really hot and it was all quite stressful to watch. Again no one was really no one really had time I suppose to have a bit of crack. It was just <laughs> go 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 wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, so Northern what do you think then overall? Did, oh Northern Irish Mark did very well. He was uh, described I think towards the end um, but again he is a superstar I think I, I can see him on the front of a big cookbook like I think he's going to have a huge career out of this he just has something you know like they all have something don't get me wrong but there's just something about him as in I can already see the book in my head I said to my so, mom, I think he could be on this morning, you know. As Louis Welsh would say, you sound like a pop star, you look like a pop star. And in this case, it's all about the bakers. But in my head, he just is, is going to be a big in that industry for yeah. for a long, I, long time, you know. Chassis, and I think he's probably the only one out of the whole album that we've actually kind of got a bit more out of him. You know, he mm. kind of kind of explains a bit more what he's doing. We need to talk about Star Baker at Laura. Laura. Hey, I think it's highly impressive. I think you've excelled yourself. I love the key lime flavour. I'm still a bit in shock. Like, I think I'm a bit like, did that actually just happen? I saw the preview for next week. She's crying. Noel Fielding's trying to calm her down. Do you think she's going to go back to being a bit nervous? Or do you think, you know what? It's just a glitch. They're just kind of go, oh, did Laura, she just got Star Baker. What's going to happen to her? But the one thing about the series is one week you'd have Laura Star Baker, the next week she could be going home. It's just very unpredictable. And we've said this in other episodes of the podcast that uh, you think you have a front runner and then the next week it's a totally different story. And it just depends on the challenge. And as the judges, Paul Hollywood, um, has been saying since the get-go, that you'll find people's weaknesses quite quickly because all the different tasks are so diverse. You know, from brownies to pasties, people are going to slip up. If you can't be consistent throughout, then you're not going to win, really. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now, the one thing that I was very shocked about, well, I wasn't shocked watching the show, but if you had said to me this time last week, poor Linda. 
I honest to God thought Linda would be in the, I actually think I tweeted it last week. Linda is going to be in the final and Linda, mm. God love her. It just not, a, not her week. Everything went tits up. And, but you know, at the very end of it, did you see the very end of it where she was like, this has been one of the happiest moments of my life. I went, stop oh. it. I can't cross you and start crying. I'm too. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. I actually think it's delicious. Thank it's you. got all the elements to a very, very good sponge. First place. We have this one. Well done, Linda. Can't wait to tell my family. I ring them up and I just go. Ah! <laughs> this is a nice one. This. This looks like a model babka. I know. <laughs> it's been amazing. One of the highlights of my life. And you know what? The rest of them, I think, you know, you can see the rest of them, like your Laura's, your Dave's, your your Means, your Mark's, your Lottie's. They'd all probably want a cookbook out of it. They all probably want to open up the local shop, you know, as you would, because you're entering in a competition like this. But I really think Linda was just there for the crack, like Rowan. <laughs> and I love that. Dan yeah, Reich is there for the crack. Too. It's been a tough year, a tough 2020, a good opportunity to do something different. What an experience you'll never forget. Um, you know, even her in the locality in her community, she'll be famous. <laughs> To them, it'd be such a good buzz. She gets to go home now, and that's lovely as well, you know. Final one, and have a pint in the garden. <gasps> yes, we'll make it like past. Well, she probably won't make bake a pastry ever again. I think this oh, is the last time them for a while now. She'll go into Little and get a pan of chocolate. Pan of chocolate. Very last one. Who do you think next week is in trouble? I honestly don't know how to predict this because I, I, I'm worried for older Mark, but then he just had a bad week and he's had previous weeks when he nailed it. So I just don't know. But this week he really did struggle and kind of hang on by. A thread, didn't he? I'm going to give two. I'm going to agree with you with Mark and I'm going to say Lottie as well. There's something, I don't know what really? it is. I think Lottie's going to shit a brick next week. Now, this is the first time next week they're doing some Japanese dessert, which they've never, ever done before. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, how they practice with it, how they get on with it. I think Northern Irish, Mark, he's done a lot of, um, you know, non-Irish or UK type foods. You know, he's kind of mixed in a lot of, you know, uh, I think it was Thai food, Indian food, you know. So I think Mark is, you know, more open to different sorts of foods and different sorts of, you know, like principles in food. So I think he's going to have a good week next week. Um, I just, Peter, you know what? I think, I, like, okay, I'm not going to be hard now. I think he'll sail along. Dave, I think he'll sail along. Oh, yeah, I think, I think Mark, older Mark and Lottie next week could be dun 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 wait and see get him out until next week where we go for the Japanese food which I'm looking forward to Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 